Tum 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 shop sketch craft. This is the part of the show where I pimp my stuff on the internet. Hey, Brandon. Yes, sir. When you want to go and buy stuff on the internet that features stuff that I made here on the channel where I make the sketchcraft stuff, where would you go? Well, when I want to shop for sketchcraft stuff, I just go to shopsketchcraft.com. Oh, that's amazing. Hey, I got a question. If you have no mm -hmm. money because you spent it, like, I don't know, on unnecessary surgeries, uh, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. What else could you do to support shopsketchcraft.com? Uh, I'm sure I could comment, share, and like all the things on your YouTube channel. There's a YouTube channel? There is a YouTube channel. That's where we're at now. Wow. Live. Oh, my God. We're live. That means we're live. Right, we're live now. This, whatever I yes. say now is what happens now on the YouTube channel. Hmm. Correct. Well, and it's on the internet forever. Yeah. Well, for all those people out on the podcast that don't know I even have a YouTube channel, now you know. And you can find that at sketchcraft.net. But before you go there, do check out shopsketchcraft.com just to see if I have something up. Don't have anything right now, but I might in the future. Pretty cool, huh? Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. All right, let's get to the show. Sounds of Brandon's suffering. Mm -hmm. oh, there, I heard it. I heard it again. <laughs> we have a sponsor. Mega Tears. Hey, Brandon, welcome to the Sketchcraft Weekly Podcast. Glad you could be here. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Remember, you you asked for this. I did. I did for <laughs> some odd reason. I was like, hey, let's. I miss the torture. I'm a What's amazing legend is, for punishment. This is the second time I've got you to ask to do a podcast. Remember remember the first time I cut it out and you were like, I really miss the podcast. I really mm -hmm. miss it. That was actually right after you'd gone to the internet and asked a bunch of people on your Facebook if they would support you making a podcast. And what did they say? Of course. We love you, Brandon. Or crickets. That <laughs> Might have been what happened. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> you know, here. and people were coming up to me at various events, and they were calling me the other guy. That was, uh, then I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. I'm the other guy. And then, uh, you stopped going then we stopped doing the cast. And then, uh, <laughs> then I was started being known as Mega Potato and Taters and mm. Round and Pretty Tater Tot and all that good stuff that I am. So, okay. I gave in. I gave in. Yeah, and then uh and then you asked to come back again for the second time. And then here you are. You know, it's a bad relationship, but I can't get out of it. I just keep coming back, keep coming back to sketchcraft.com. Understandable. Uh so what's up everybody? We actually did this in a week. Mm -hmm. I'm impressed with myself. I almost didn't make it. I almost died this week and didn't oh, yeah. didn't show up for the podcast. Yeesh, I mean, it's yeah. a bit of an exaggeration, but it's close. So, to recap, what happened last week? What, what, what did you plan on doing last week on the previous podcast that I warned you about doing? Um, multiple things. One being a 5K. So you went to go do a 5K. <clears throat> last, last podcast. Let's set it up, Brandon. Tell the story. So last podcast previously. I was... Saying I was going to do a 5K with my lovely, beautiful wife. And we were signed up through her work. So her work, her work has a nice little charity thing for it. And I went to that. <clears throat> As you could hear in my voice, I went to that. And then I also, following that, went to a fantasy football draft mm -hmm. at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I went mm -hmm. to my brother's house for physical therapy. Mm -hmm. So all through the day, I was interacting with various thousands of peoples and i ended up getting sick which i'm just now kind of over i still need to probably get a good night's sleep tonight and maybe by tomorrow i'll be better but you could hear it in my voice and my throat it's still a little 
it's in there still. Mm. So that's what she said. Yes, so, Rob. <laughs> Rob, Rob was right, everyone. Uh, I told you. I warned. See, actually, what I was, what I said exactly, because I, I went back and re-listened to the whole episode. Of course, because that's what I do. Yes, of course. Someone's setting off fireworks. Oh, that's right. There's a big fireworks show down the street. So, um, <laughs> so I said previously. Let's get grabbed. Uh, I warned you about making veil threats to die, and if you're really gonna die on me, you should just get on with it. <laughs> and then yes. you almost died. Ah, and then I got sick. But you still didn't pull it off, so here we are. No. Which I'll be honest, I, I enjoy making fun of you and not so much your wife, so we'd be kinda up a shit creek if you if you kicked it. No one no one to make fun of enough on the podcast. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's what that's the secret sauce, Brandon. Your misery. <laughs> Yay. Uh-huh. There's pl- there's plenty of it. Two part shame, one part. Uh, self-loathing. Well, mix, in a, mix in a cup and take a shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyone in the chat room? In the chat room, we have Hector and Armando. Oh, hey. Friends of the show. Mm-hmm. Right, well, uh, not quite on. healthy. Um, just a, uh update. I am 13 weeks post-surgery. Um, still uh, you doing my... Yes, finally. I'm so finally. Proud of you, girl. I went through with it. I went through with it. Yes, girl. Awesome. Yes. Um, you know, I, I I think I said this on the cast before, but I did make that joke when my surgeon walked in. He goes, uh, "You all ready?" I'm like, "You're gonna make me a beautiful woman, aren't you?" And you know, he he laughed pretty hard at that. And he's like, "And then he proposed." Yep. And then he, I wish he would have get some of that <laughs> surgeon money. Hell yeah, I'd make him a happy wife. Well, at least a discount uh, card. Yeah. Right. Mm. Um, but yeah, 13 weeks post-surgery. Uh, even so now, I just got home about 10 minutes before the cast from the gym doing rehab, mm-hmm. which is stretches, foam rolling, uh, just uh, using a two-pound weight just to make movement in my arms, things like that. So it's getting there. It's not quite – it's going to be another couple – Probably about four more weeks to ten weeks before it's the biceps fully healed. But four to ten more episodes of making fun of you, and then it well, stops, right? I mean, yeah, well, now there'll be other reasons to make fun of me. Just make oh, fun of me for that. Oh, woo, woo. <laughs> and to answer to answer Hector's question, or anyone who's just now joining the Sketchcraft lovely family, uh, I took a nasty fall. My arm bent backwards below the elbow, and I tore my bicep. And I didn't know I tore my bicep. And I went a couple of weeks just doing normal activities as far as work, volleyball, and lifting with a torn bicep. And then eventually I went to a surgeon. He's like, we need to get you in surgery like now. So two days after that, I had surgery. So to catch you up, Hector, and anyone listening, I uh, tore my bicep. Not at the gym, but on a freak fall, which means accidents could happen at any time. That's it. That's it. I'm so I'm I'm so happy I get to hear the story for the fifth. How, how was your week, Rob? Huh? How was no, your no, week? No, 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 no. You know, I really I live for hearing about your how you hurt your arm every day. I, I wonder what time today will I get <clears> to savor the moments of when Brandon hurt himself and you know <laughs> shocking shocking <sighs> had to get surgery. So uh, what did I do today? Well, this week. Know, this week. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm on a new. I'm I'm successfully on my new work cycle. So. Oh, you're on your cycle. Oh, we're doing this, are we, Brandon? <laughs> There's not going to be much no. of a show. You can only no, do. It. No. I've already nope. I've already expanded those points. That's it. It doesn't work. Okay. All right, go let's, ahead. Let's not make this a joke into every line here. Okay, it's going to get old. So no, this week I uh, I had to move my schedule over. So I wake up around noon. Uh, have room to do commissions or random house stuff, and then I get to work around this time straight through till 5 a.m. So, and uh, right. So when you say you sleep till noon, it's not like Rob's being lazy and like going to bed at like mm-hmm. 10 and waking up at noon. No, Rob's up till I, early I, in the I morning. Go to sleep between our... 5:45 and 6 o'clock a.m. and I'm up around right. 12, between 12 and 1, give or take. You know, some days you need right. six hours, some days you need seven. So I don't, but by one o'clock I'm out and back, back at it. It's just cause we had to get, uh, the floor f- fixed up, you know, uh, this week and finished up. So they finally got that done, which, you know, it's nice to not have 
random dudes in your house every fucking day. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? You always wonder, like, I wonder, I wonder what, you know, is it going to be a criminal or a professional today? Which one? Right. You know? <laughs> so, luckily, everyone that came over was pretty good. But that's where I'm at. And then I have to go and tell all my clients, you know, like, hey, so, you know, I don't work on this until the middle of the night. Right. So, that is the fun part about working from home is you just tell people, I don't work on this until the middle of the night. Um, that's how it goes. And they're pretty cool about that. They don't ever like. Well, I mean... they're not cool with it. They just, they're not paying me. I'm not an employee. Right. Yeah, it's it not like you clock in on their schedule. I think, Brandon, when you're younger, you like bend over backwards to always be available. What yes. I've learned is, is when you're always available, that means that, you know, you're, you're basically always working and I'm not being paid to always work. Right. But, you know, I, I mean, I'll go work on other stuff, but you know, so what I try to do is, is if I'm clocking a client in at, I don't know, let's just say eight hours, let's say I'm, I'm giving a client six hours a day of my time. I always give myself an extra hour of that day like I'll, I'll i'll actually give I'll, I'll invest an extra hour of buffer time because you know you're not really always working the straight six you know so mm -hmm. and that's just that's just what i've done and, but the the trade-off is that i don't fuck around with those times you know so i don't do any more than that that way i always i don't that way i never feel guilty you know like oh you know right. i mean i kind of you know like it just it ends that that problem um so but that no everyone's everyone's really good about it. It's it's working out well. Uh what else does leak? Game cave stuff. Worked on some knuckles, the knuckle piece commission. Knuckles. I'll be done with uh the character this around tomorrow or so or Sunday. Nice. And then yeah. during the week I gotta do the background, which is the tedious part. Did you already do tails or you still gotta do tails? No, I still gotta do tails. Oh, okay. Well, I lost a week or two due to the wedding. Mm -hmm. And then when I came back from the wedding, hey, my other clients got shit backed up. So Went to uh, Mike's wedding in Seattle, a friend of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Mike and Mara. So that was fun. Um, learned I really like Moscow mules, but I had to find a sugar-free option because those are 50 carbs. So, um, and I did. I found a good sugar-free ginger beer and i had one of those tonight and you know what else i learned brandon can't have a moscow mule before the podcast so uh, i've been <laughs> drinking coffee and watching teen titans go for an hour <laughs> like, just, there you go get you pumped just up. to get myself prepared to hang out with you and yeah it's sad to be in the mood to talk um uh, night luke luke in the chat room saying he's got to go to sleep now good night all night luke yeah, thanks for night. being on for a couple minutes and I'm going to screw this up, so I'll say the last part. Kong tells me to get well. Yeah, get well. Or don't. Right. Either way, we'll talk about it. Um, now, do you like Teen Titans Go, or you just watch it because it's got a fast pace and it's funny? Uh, I Well, I think I, I like its pace. I like that it's funny. It's well written. Mm -hmm. So what I always do with people is I always start off with the the, the episode where they watch themselves. And realized there was a cooler version of themselves. Oh yes, 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 yes. So yes. I was showing my wife this, and I always start there because I just find like that's that's the best way to start this show. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know. Where it's like, oh, don't pe then people did people love this, and they're like, oh yeah, people love this version well, of us. So I know we're speaking sort of in between. Why don't you explain people what I'm talking about? The premise. Okay, yeah. Uh, Teen Titans Go is the newest cartoon of Teen Titans. Uh, Teen Titans used to have a different cartoon where it was a lot more, uh, I won't say realistic, but it was a little bit grittier, more serious. It didn't have the the fun and the jokes that Teen Titans Go has. It, it was more like a WB animated movie like most of them are, most shows are uh, now. And then Teen Titans Go, they completely flipped the script. Uh, they got Dan Hip as the uh, art director who has a very very unique, cool style. I like Dan Hip a lot. I follow him on Instagram, and uh, the style just goes with the show. It's more, it's more. Uh, I don't want to say kid friendly. It's more animated, more eccentric, more uh, expressive. There's more jokes. There's more goofiness, and they know what they are. They don't try to be anything else than their goofy, funny self. You know, there's many episodes where they like tease at themselves that <coughs> we should go fight crime, and they're like, nah, "That's not what we do." 
you know, let's go have a pie eating contest, stuff like that. So it definitely took a turn, you know, different style. And they even made an episode where they say that, you know, they're showing their older versions and they're like, mm. well, why did that end? And people love that. And like Robin's like, Oh, people loved it. Why do we keep doing that? Cause we just don't, you know? So just, they make fun of themselves enough and they're, they're very aware of what they are and what they're not. And it's just, it works well, to the them. point where this episode, so they, they got, they got a villain who kind of looks like, you know, there's a little bit of that, uh, Jack Black kind of like character. And he's like, Hey, you guys are in a TV show and you used to be in a better show. And they, he shows them the actual <laughs> show, the right. Teen Titans, the actual intro. And they actually showed the, the original ending of that show where it was kind of a cliffhanger. And they're like, what? That's how it ends. And they make fun of the fact that it, it never really ended properly. And that that show right. was way cooler and that they suck. And they even tells them that about the fourth wall and they stop and talk to the audience. So I always find it's a great clip to, uh, to get into and then we watch the uh the one where where uh about appearances and how mm-hmm. it's a starfire puts on makeup for the first time and her face <laughs> is all like covered like a vil- like a joker villain and right. robin's like no man it's on the inside that counts and then he's like I, and they go well, if it's on the end ca- beast boy goes so if it's a, if it's about the inside accounts then how do you pick out your pants and he goes well <laughs> i take them out to dinner and he like goes on a dinner with his pants and, right. sitting there t- and he literally reaches over and with the crotch has it talk to himself like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, like right. and my wife is just like what the hell like i was like this is hilarious right so right. Uh, i bring it up because i sat down to watch the new rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles cartoon that the internet flipped its shit over a couple months ago when the first trailer came out. Now, I sent you the first episode, right? Correct. So, you watched the first episode. Right, Brandon? Mm Mm-hmm. I did. And I fell asleep around the 12-minute mark. (laughs) 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 I I can't. And I was like, is it just just the Moscow Mule? You know, is is this three ounces of vodka really do that to me? So, for a, a... uh what do you call it to gander check to to check to see if that was the truth i went and put on donnie versus raf do you know what donnie versus raf is brandon um i want to say it's that it was a youtube clip but where they people were in the suits but i could be wrong no no it's a teeny it's a it was a teen so a couple years ago a few years ago nickelodeon did a bunch of small shorts during comic-con okay animated 2d shorts my guess is they were trying to figure out what to do with the next Turtles cartoon. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Donnie versus Raph. It was written by Yoan Vasquez, the creator of Invaders Oh, Zim. yes, yes, yes. You, you sent me this. Okay, yes. now I remember. Yes, yes, yes. So that's 2D. That's goofy. It's got a lot of humor. And I went mm-hmm. back and watched it and couldn't stop laughing. Oh, yeah, it was great. So, so why did I fall asleep with Rise of the Teenage Mutant Turtles, but couldn't stop laughing with Donnie versus Raph. Do you know the answer, it, Brandon? I would say, for me, being such a huge Team and T fan, um, I just didn't find no connection to these these turtles, these these ones right here. Like, usually in the different versions, I'll find some kind of connection or thing I like that maybe it's their brotherhood together or the look or the attitude or something that I catch on to that I like about it. And this one, I just. There was nothing. I was just watching. I'm like, this is just like radioactive geckos on steroids doing stuff. It just didn't, it didn't, it didn't grab me. And I mean, I like kid stuff. Like I'm an adult and I watch all kind of Teen Titans go anime. I watch kid stuff. I do. I'm a giant kid. And this one just, I didn't care. And, and it's not even like, I liked April's design because she was closer to the original comic book design. Um, like I like his, that you know, it's 2D animated. It was animated well. Right. Um, it just, it just didn't, it, it wasn't generic. turtles to me. The writing is it's, extremely, the writing is extremely generic. When I say generic, it's like they took the humor of Donnie versus Raph and they just watered it down to just above Muppet Babies level. Like wherever Muppet <laughs> Babies is, this is just, and like every character has to have a joke. It's like they're trying to push jokes. Remember when I told you uh, a few minutes ago, if you rewind uh-huh. the sketchcraft right in, Okay, I was warning you that if you try to end every comment with a a, a, a zinger, you know it's too many zingers. It loses. You the turn zinger. in. You turn into the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. What's the Big <laughs> What's Bang the Theory? Big Bang. 
Oh, what's oh the Big Bang? I don't like that show. Or there's a laugh track after every everything they say. Yeah. Oh, right. Um. Now I know the internet got an uproar because of the designs of the show. Now I'm gonna say this. Yeah. I was looking at looking at the animation style. Now the the designs of the turtles really kind of feel more like the. Uh, this is this is unfair to the cartoon, but it it does feel more like the Ninja Turtles concert. Remember the coming out of our show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I went to it. This is not that bad, but it's. <laughs> but I think the art style actually reminds me of Jim Lawson's TMNT. Do you remember Jim Lawson's TMNT? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And so if you guys just type in Jim Lawson. Matter of fact, why don't I just go to the Cintiq right now? Mm-hmm. One second. I'll click Cintiq. Put on little bros. And then we can click here. This is Jim Lawson's TMNT right here on the YouTube channel. And if we type in... Rise of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles into images. It's not that far from it. And the reason why I bring it up is if you look, look at the, I used to call this the mistletoe design. So if you look at Jim Lawson's art, it used to do this mistletoe thing where it like point down point down point down point down point down point point mm-hmm. we point miss like a mistletoe right not my favorite version of ninja turtles Brandon. like when i say not my favorite version by a long shot um <laughs> jim lawson actually did do pencils on one of my favorite turtles books but it was over kevin eastman's breakdowns and that was the adaptation of the first ninja turtles movie Mm-hmm. So if I go TMNT adaptation comic, let's see, images, we can get a scan here. Yeah, so you can see here, it's definitely more Kevin Eastman-y. Um, it's hard, a little hard to see there, but that's the Kevin Eastman cover. There's some more interiors of that. Uh, no, that's not it. This is definitely it. So, like, you can even see here. But it was definitely more Kevin's. I'm not a big fan of the uh, the mistletoe look, man. This was the, he was the main artist on when Mirage relaunched this in 2003. Mm-hmm. And that's where they killed Splinter, like around issue four or five or some shit like that. Not, I'm not, I'm not a fan of this. This is not my thing, man. Like, I'm just, it's not my thing. So, I don't just, just look at, look, it's, it's pretty much. A current version of that mm-hmm. and uh hector says it looks too much like the movie turtles to him which yeah it does it, they're all it's a well especially raf who looks like the hulk that's crazy i don't know why he's so damn huge of a right brawler, but isn't donnie versus raf but i would have accepted this too this animation version you know looking at them so i just felt the writing though was just not it's just not my thing it's just very generic so it's a shame. It's a shame I was falling asleep, man. I, I really wanted to give this the benefit of the doubt, but it did not do much for me. Uh, it's a shame. And they get powers later on. They get powers. You know, they get they get powers. They get a. Uh, if you get towards the end, they get these like mystic powers. Since the episode is called Mystic Mayhem, uh, like let's say Leonardo's swords will do this weird techno design on it and then it'll start to turn into electricity um things like that where their their weapons become electrically mystically Mm -hmm. charged so they have superpowers basically and uh they can open up michelangelo opens up a portal um at the end with his finger he does this weird design on the wall and it opens up a portal so they can escape so it looks like this whole series they'll have mystic powers so you have Ninja Turtles plus the Mystic Power version of them, which I can well, understand I, for like, like an episode Ninja or magic. two. But I like Ninja Magic and I like Big Trouble in Little China. But you know, whatever this is, clearly they're just doing something different with it, and so it's not for me. Like I gave it a shot, folks. I really right. tried. I really, however, I'm going to cut back to this. This, what, what, where is it? Oh, here we go. This is a clip from Danny, Donnie versus Rafa. This is a little screenshot. That's hilarious. So I like me some cartoony turtles, man. You know? Oh, yeah. Like right there. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Super exaggerated over the top, but it's still cool. You know? It's got the little bandages on his shell and shit. 
Yeah. So I'm all for, you know, I just, Donnie versus Raph. At least they'll never take that one away from me, Brandon. <laughs> it's there forever. Um, oh, I guess that first episode is called Mystic Mayhem. So they yep. Know. They get their yeah. powers at the end. There you go. So let me knock those two out. Uh, you want to pick another topic, Brandon? Mm, let's talk about the new Predator trailer for the uh, Predator movie coming out here. This is about uh, the alien Predator? <laughs> the new mega ultimate super giant killer predator mm-hmm. um so assuming most people have seen the trailer for it and if you haven't i will describe it in my own mm-hmm. point of view yes now the predators are not enough now there is super evolved predators that hunt the regular predators and the super giant predators are these massive creatures of destruction and they have cgi crazy dogs like in the first hulk movie and they come to Earth to hunt regular predators who are hunting regular humans. Sounds so, legit. Can't wait. That's what, that's what I got from What? Love the first Hulk movie. Does he look like a mm-hmm. Cabbage Patch doll? Uh, not as bad. Not as bad as Eric Bana's face mm-hmm. plastered on a giant green troll. But this, it, the CGI to me just in the trailer looks horrible. And then you got these superpowered dogs coming in. Mm-hmm. And every scene in the trailer looks like someone's just getting stabbed repeatedly with blood splatter everywhere. Mm-hmm. So at least you know there will be tons of stabbing just like so my if you eyeballs, like stabbing right? just like yeah. my eyeballs <laughs> i mean you saw the trailer what is does it look like anything worth seeing to you i mean does it no man but i'll be honest i i only like the first predator movie and even then that's kind of through the lens of you know it's got a lot of 80s-ness to it right mm-hmm. so the only way i didn't you know the the predators the one that uh, Robert uh, Robert Rodriguez directed was it was all right, you know. At least it was like gritty, realistic, yeah. jungle warfare. Yeah, I mean, you right, know, yeah, it was all right, but not like a, oh my god, like it's not like the raid in which there's a predator stuck in the building with him, right? You know, like so, <laughs> it's like. But oh. I lo- see. I like the whole Adrian Brody. I think that's his name, right? The main guy from that one. Mm-hmm. I liked him as the main hero because he looked like a soldier. Like if I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm like, this is, this guy is an ins-. I mean, most, there's a lot of soldiers that are ripped like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like seeing that more like smaller guy, kind of just trying to be more clever in the jungle. I kind of like that. I like that whole gritty. He's not like some giant massive dude. He's got to be smart about it. I liked it. It wasn't like my favorite movie, but I mean, it wasn't as bad as this one looks the new one. So, which I like the new one too. It's got the guy from uh, Logan. Uh, Boyd something or Lloyd Brolin. I don't know his name, but the guy from Logan with the robotic hand, the Reaver guy, which I like him. He was cool in Logan. I'm I, not, I don't know where I'm going with that. but it is, I mean, I've said it before. I sort of feel like whatever Shane Black, the director and writer of this was doing, I sort of feel like him and Fred Decker co-wrote this and they also co-wrote and Fred Decker directed a movie called The Monster Squad in the 80s. And that was about a movie in which it had all the major universal monsters teamed up to take over the world. Some kids had to defeat them. And I sort of feel like, you know, if you made a sequel to Monster Squad where the military had access to all the major monsters and they tried to make a super monster from all those monsters, you would get a predator, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I, every time I watch this, these trailers, I keep thinking... I wonder if this was originally a sequel to Monster Squad, where they took the DNA. And if you think about the Predator, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you go, okay, he looks like the creature of the Black Lagoon. Right. Right. He, 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 he has a lot of the same characteristics as the Wolfman. True. He can turn invisible like the Invisible Man. <laughs> <laughs> he eats, I think he eats blood, right? He's cleaning skulls uh, and shit. Yeah, it doesn't quite say, but yeah. Right? Uh, Dracula. You know, te- he can technically fly, you know? <laughs> keep it going, keep it going. He's got the strength of Frankenstein. Right? So, True. So I sort of feel like the predator is almost like, <laughs> uh, but this, I mean, what do you do? Like if you were like, say 
it was like, Brandon, you got to make a Predator movie. We got this license, got to make it. I mean, where do you stick the Predator that that could equal the 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 size? Okay, so the first movie you had Arnold Schwarzenegger. You just saw an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. That was the whole point to going to a Predator film in the 80s was like, oh yeah, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger who was like this larger than life action hero. And so when they have to go up against, uh, you know, some kind of creature that's killing everybody, you know, like all these major dudes, Jesse Ventura, you know, Apollo, yeah, yeah, yeah. like whatever, yeah. like it's killing all the guys you know. You're like, fuck, I, you know, like this is, this is crazy. So what do you do now? How do you, how do you get that kind of sense of something like that danger? I don't know. Like, what environment right. do you stick them in? Do you stick them in the? They stuck them in a city in Predator Two. That didn't work out too well. Right. And aliens versus predators. They were in the Mayan frozen temples. That didn't work out too well. No. Uh, what was Requiem? Where were they in Requiem? I couldn't get past the they were, planet. They were in a small town. They were <laughs> in a small town, town which yeah. had like a forest. You know, the kid found. Oh, no, like, the forest. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Uh, no. you understand, Brandon? Like, yeah. I mean, the only yeah. There's no unless you go to like their home planet and you have like. Well, they did that. Predators. Some. Wasn't it their home planet? And yeah, are they a planet? Right. Yeah, there's not much unless you make the predator smaller. I mean, there's not. I don't know how you when you start making this guy the predator like eight feet tall, and the dogs predators like the size bigger than humans. I mean, you know, it's got to be like here's here's what I, I think you throw the problem. The problem that kind of get when I just think about this now, I haven't I haven't given this much thought, but on a whim. I would say one of the things the first Predator movie did was it took its time to reveal the monster. You had this other conflict, a jungle conflict, special forces, this like hot spot. You know, mm-hmm. this, this, they had to go to the jungle. They had got this, this village is destroyed. You think these are rebels or something. You need this kind of like internal conflict with pressure pop already mm-hmm. occurring. And then out of that, you realize, oh, there's also an alien in the mix, you know? Right. So you almost need like a Fallujah battle or even if it's in the future, if it's like slightly in the future, like 20 years in the future or 50 years in the future, or if you you go to, um, I mean, I don't want to see Predator versus Nazis, you know, like that, that wouldn't be very good at all. No. Or like, well, you're saying like Predators in the future versus like us with mech suit type stuff or what? Like the Space Marine stuff from the, the Dark right, Horse right, comics, right. you know? Like, or Batman versus Predator. Well, look, I'm all for <laughs> Alfred taking a bat to a Predator. You know, we've seen this. So, that, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that question. I don't. I, go ahead. With the last that Predator, the Rod Rodriguez one, I did kind of like that they had different people from different cultural type backgrounds. Where you have the Yakuza type guy and the well, prison inmate and the soldier. If I, I yeah. Mean, but if I had to think about it now, like, so if you had something like the raid set in like mm-hmm. a city, like a Kowloon, you know, like a Blade Runner kind of city, and there's right. this ultra violent, like, corporate gang violence or something going on, there's a cop in the mix. I mean, similar to Predator Two or something where there's some this this it's raining all the time, and there's something where the predator could hide and stalk. You know, you need that kind of like thing, but then would it just feel like a remake of the first or the second movie? I mean, right. I, I don't, so what they, I could see the problem here. You know, like, how do you tackle this? And in this case, like, well, I'll make a predator that hunts predators. Like, well, I guess that is one way to do it. <laughs> right. You know. I but, I mean, I mean, do the humans team up with the regular predator to fight the ultra predator, or they just let each other kill each other? You know, it's like, mm, I don't know. I don't care. Either way, I'm not going to spend my money to go see it. So I don't know how many. I mean, there'll be people that will, but I don't see it being a success where they'll make a series out of this. Do you? You know, Brandon. In this day and age, anything's possible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I didn't think we'd get two Ant-Man movies before a Batman film. That we actually have three Avengers films, two Ant-Mans, a Black Panther, a Doctor Strange, three Cats in America movies. Oh, yeah. Speaking before, or two cats of... Least, go ahead. 
Go ahead. No, I was saying, spe- just speaking of Marvel stuff, can we go on to the next topic? Because yeah. I'm over the Predator. I'm over it. Captain Marvel, hmm. Entertainment Weekly, just put out a whole bunch of images out this week. Showing off scrolls, showing off Captain Marvel for the MCU. There's all kind of good stuff. Shazam? Captain Marvel, the the Marvel character, not Captain Marvel, oh. the Shazam character. For those that don't know, there are two Captain Marvels. There's I, I do get that Cap- mixed up. There's Captain Marvel in the DC universe who says who gets his power from Shazam, who's a wizard, and he has to say Shazam to transform into Captain Marvel. And then there's Captain Marvel from the MCU who is half Kree, mm-hmm. and that's how she has her powers. Right, 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 right. Okay. So we're we're speaking of the female one, played by uh, uh yeah, what's her right. name? Lee, Lee, Lee blah, 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 Brie Larson. Thank you. I almost man. said I almost oh. said Lee. So Larson. glad people come here for your info. Brie Larson. Lee Larson. Yeah. Big clap for for Lee Larson. Play by, play by Brandon. Let's play by. So. Yeah, it's all the pictures. They're pictures. Yay. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I don't care about the Entertainment Weekly exposés. You know, the only magazines I I get into when it comes to movies are screenwriting, like uh, uh, Backstory Magazine, which is a digital, and Cinefix. Those two I really enjoy, which covers the visual effects. So, I uh, I recently got the Infinity War. Cinefix, so that's one of the few magazines where the digital version's probably even better than the physical one because they'll actually have like visual effect shots where it's you know the green screen and then you can swipe it and it goes over to you know animatics and goes over to basic 3D and then to basic lighting and then to final composites and stuff. So that's pretty good. So right. Visual effects have that that much I enjoy, but I I don't. I mean I saw the photos. Hey, they look. They look cool. They look fun, but I mean, I'll get more um, excited about a trailer. You know? Yeah, a couple things. One, uh, Psychotech said there's uh, three of them. Yeah, I wasn't counting the the male version of Captain Marvel for the Marvel Universe. If that's one you're talking about, um, I was just talking about the the female version because they're not going to probably use the guy version. They might show him as like a recap or hands down his reign to or I don't know. But um, I think it looks great. Just from images, I, I like that we get to see the actual scroll, and it's not the Chitari, you know, it's the actual scroll, you know, green, ruffled chins, pointy ears, you know, because that could, you know, maybe something to do with the secret evasion, which was in the comic books where the scrolls infiltrated different Marvel characters and then, you know, revealed to be them. So that's the pretty secret cool. Secret of agent? Secret invasion. Oh, okay. You kind of. You know, it's hard. Week. It's hard for me to talk this week. You know, throat, mm-hmm. phlegm, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool though just to see. Week, uh, just this week. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it's cool to see Ronan, the Accuser, again. I really liked him in Guardians of Galaxy, and I, I, I want to see more of him being a evil villain type. So that's pretty cool. Um, I just think it looks good. Uh, you know, just the costumes look great just like a normal Marvel movie would. And I think it's a turn out good. This is the one, um, this is directed by the husband and wife you were telling me about, right? This is the two directors. I believe so. Yeah. That's what okay. Collider told me. I'm unfamiliar with their names from the picture. Oh, yeah. I don't know their names, when but from comes, the picture, when it comes to Marvel characters, Brandon, if they didn't appear in a Capcom fighting game before the year 2002, I'm not the strongest. <laughs> <laughs> I read indie comics as a kid, you know, like I mostly yeah. read turtles and spawn and bone and savage dragon and, uh, uh, strangers in paradise and the max, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I, I bought X-Men comics cause Jim Lee drew them and then Joe mad and then some Chris Pachalo and then I stopped caring. So yeah. that's, I don't uh, really it- know who Captain Marvel is. <laughs> Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, it says. They're the okay. director, so I assume that's the married couple. Uh, sure. It looks like it in the picture. They're standing next to each other. Um, yeah, but, I mean, it looks cool. Um, it's cool that Marvel's finally getting, like, a you know female standalone movie. Hopefully Black Widow will finally get one that's a little darker and a little more gritty and shows some of her past stuff. That'd be cool. Um, so I like the look of it so far and I'm hoping a trailer comes out soon. I mean, if you had to guess, when would you think a trailer would come out after this? I mean, cause the movie comes uh, out in, by November, by November, because it comes out like in February. Yeah. February, March, something like that. So we're going to get one in the next 30 to 60 days. Could be Monday for all I know. 
<laughs> right? We say that, and then tomorrow, we're just like, oh, there's. So yeah, I mean, it's gonna be cool. Um, that's all I got for that. If you want to move to another topic, oh, it's a fascinating topic. Man. I'm so glad you brought that up. That added so much. Yay! <laughs> Delete. It's go ahead. It's in the week. Mm. All right. So we all know that DC movies are all over the place, right? The universe. Oh. They're doing. <laughs> well, you mean in terms of quantity or what the fuck they're doing? It, both, we, both. Well, it's a, it's we, don't, a, we don't have that many DC movies, but it's a clusterfuck with them. That's true. Um, it's you don't know what you're getting. You know, one week they're saying they're doing a dark Justice League, next they're doing, you know, Birds of Prey, and you know, Joker movies started to get made. It's in production already with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, where it's an origin story, but it's not the same Joker as Heath, uh, the uh, Jared Leto Joker from Suicide Squad. That's so, the you know, tattoo. It's you part got. of the it's part of the dark universe, dark DC or whatever. You got the black the, uh, label. The dark universe. Wasn't that the mummy movie? No, but that's what they're they're calling it like DC Dark as as part of that movie that movie world. It's DC Dark. I believe. I believe it's DC Dark or DC Black. It's one of the two I saw. I don't think they're calling it DC Black. I just All right, DC Dark. It's politically charged like, climate. I seriously yeah, not like that, but um so but this gets me to my question that I wanted to ask you, and I was thinking about it. Do you could you see Marvel doing multiverse slash Elseworld type movies, or do you think that would confuse too many moviegoers? Like it's going to be doing with DC? No, they already have a character called Doctor Strange that goes to different dimensions. He already said in the Infinity War, I've seen fourteen point five million different versions of this. Well, he saw the outcome. Yeah, so yeah, you could future. just put a cameo of one of those other versions in a Doctor Strange movie, and then go do a movie about that other thing. So no. So you think that wouldn't be a problem just to do No, because like... they properly set up a universe in which all this shit can fucking occur. Like DC look DC how do I say this? <laughs> the average moving going person thinks that the DC and the Marvel characters exist in the same universe, Brent. Do you under, you understand that? <laughs> they they think Batman is on the same team as Spider-Man and Captain America. You ever see that tattoo someone got that says Marvel? And inside each letter is like Superman and then Hulk. Like right. someone got this tattoo. One of them's Batman and then Spider-Man. Like you know, so uh will people know that this is a different Joker than I no. Does it really matter? Probably not. You know, I I, I just I just I want first I want people to know Brandon picks these topics, so I'm forced to talk about this shit. Yes. I'd rather not, but Brandon assures me he wants to talk about it. And then when we're on the stream, people ask me about this fucking nonsense. So, uh-huh. and I, <laughs> and I don't like forming an opinion while I'm drawing. So I'll form an opinion here and then just regurgitate this fucking opinion. Yes. And I, I also like to give Rob the topic five minutes before we go. Well, it's better. It. I don't get, cause I'll get mad, you know, uh-huh. I have to talk about this stuff. So, um, if they want to spend the next 10 years wasting their fucking time, then they can. You know, like, I'll just walk away like I did Star Wars until they make, you know, like a Rogue One or something that I can really get into, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what Shazam, I don't know. Maybe they make a Batman movie I really want to see. I don't know. But I swear, man, if they make a new Batman movie, look, when I was a kid, Batman, I grew up, Star Wars was my jam when I was a kid. Star Wars and Ghostbusters, my two favorite mm-hmm. things. And then there was this period in the mid-80s, which it kind of all went away. And then Batman came out. The first movie, you know, and before, right before that, The Dark Knight Returns, which I had seen and fell in love with, that just was amazing to me. And the Batman movie, and so that Batman movie came out when I was ten, and that was like me going to see Star Wars when I was a kid. Like, it was like nothing existed before or anything like it. You mm-hmm. know? So it was, and you couldn't go anywhere where there wasn't Batmania. That's what they were calling it. Like people were, people were shaving, shaving bat signals into their heads, bro. Like, do you understand? Right. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I I loved it. I you know I was very young. I was I think I was five when it it was in theater. So I mean, but I was decked out. You know, I still just the other day I found my Batman trading cards from Batman '89. I I still have a whole they set of like two hundred scenes on those cards. There's scenes in there that aren't in the movie. Yeah, I got so, I got tons of them. I mean, so, I loved it. So when when I see that there's no Batman movie coming out, I kind of don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, I thought the Shazam trailer was fun. I'm not, can't wait for it. When it arrives, eh, you know, we'll go see it, you know, but whatever. Yeah. 
Aquaman, yeah, you know, I guess. I mean, we'll see. If the reviews are well, well, we'll go watch that. I'm not going to spend sixteen fifty a ticket on it, but all right. Um, a Joker movie? That shit is Netflix material, bro. Yeah. And I don't mean that you, in a bad way. I mean, like, hey, if you were doing a Joker miniseries that's in Elseworlds on DC Direct, <laughs> explain this one to me. How is the Joker a fucking film and Doom Patrol is a direct-to-video series on DC Direct? Explain that one to me. All right. A guy who's literally a robot and all that other weird... I mean, they're going to have to do with the scissor heads, you know, <laughs> with the moths and shit. I read some Doom Patrol, folks. I did read... That was one I got on accident. So when I was in sophomore year, my sophomore year in high school was a, was my depressing years. You know, everyone goes through that, that dark gothy period of their teenage years. So that was mine. And just coincidentally speaking, that was the year they killed Superman. Like it's 92 to like 94, you know, between 92 to 95 was my little dark period. They killed Superman. I was reading Spawn and then the Crow movie came out and I was listening to, you know, the, all the crazy grunge soundtracks and shit. And so it was my little moody years. And a buddy of mine just gave me a stack of a box of shitty comics. And I mean, I don't mean shitty comics. They were in shitty condition. So he just gave mm-hmm. me a bunch of used broken up comics. And then there was the, the Doom Patrol series that Grant Morrison wrote. And I was like, I had nothing else to do other than work in my house and take care of it. So I read, I read that listening to Stone Temple Pilots, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and Vangelis albums and just being like, this is a dark universe. I'm so dark. I'm so dark. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> I want to fight Jack the Ripper in an alternate dimension where he's got scissor heads, you know, like, I don't know what the fuck was going on in that comic, but that is a, a swamp thing. And the Doom Patrol are going to be direct to video. When I say direct to video, you know what I mean? Like direct to download, whatever. Right, Netflix, Netflix style shows, universe, and a Joker crime thing is going to be a film. I what world do we live in, man? You You know, know? we've said this before, but give Matt Reeves, let's just say something small, and I'm just I don't remember that. Get explained to people. They don't know what you're talking. Matt Reeves, sorry, the director, the director of the upcoming Batman movie, writer, director, writer, director. Give him let's just say 40 million. I know that's very low budget. Okay. 40 million. And do like you've said, you've said this to me before, put Batman in Arkham Asylum, do it for low budget, have it like the raid style where he just fights his way out or he has to get someone out or, you know, let's say commissioner Gordon stuck in there by the Joker and he's got to fight his way through Arkham Asylum and fight his way out, you know, make it low budget gritty. That's Batman down to earth fighting, being smart, just like the video games, you know, none of this him fighting aliens, but just grounded in the streets, doing the detective work, make it simple. I mean, I know it's simple as that, but that's all we need. I just don't, you know, and you said it and we've we said it on the cast where there's now two seasons of an iron fist TV show. And we don't have Batman, anything we have a <sighs> Gotham show where it's all villains and no Batman. And now another movie where it's villains and no Batman. Hey, I heard the action's a little better this year on iron fist too. Yeah, I got to, I got to, I got to tell you, Brandon, I just, I just, hey, this is, this is what happens. I just, I just, just, just head against the table for like a fucking hour. You know, like what is wrong with time Warner, man? You know, as a fan, as purely as a fan, I just, they have, to me, like, out of the out of the big two, DC's the only one that I, I currently would buy a comic from, because they got Greg Capullo. Sorry, folks, I'm old school. I'm from the 90s. So that's, that's where I go. You know, <laughs> right, right. whoever has Greg Capullo wins. You know, Jim Lee, too, you know, but I mean, seriously, that's where I, I, I got, I gravitate toward but they got pete woods they got a bunch of fucking artists i don't know all their names but when i look at dc stuff at least they look like comics to me you know the marvel stuff always look like promo art from the marvel movies you know having worked with them you you ever go to target and wonder why you can't get a marvel shirt with modern marvel books on there right because the art is too realistic i cannot stress this enough folks it's too realistic it's not iconic enough I know, like, that stupid comics gate thing we got into last fucking week, which made me laugh. I wasn't as horrible as I thought it would be. Yeah. Because fuck those guys. But I do want to say, the mar- the stylings of the Marvel comics just don't look fun, you know? So, like, 
when I say fun, I mean just it's just not iconic. And people can complain all they want. Ooh, the art the nineties suck. I'm like, I can put it on a shirt today. It will sell. You know, just went to Target. It's all over there. I got McFarlane Spider Man and Jim Lee's X Men are the two number one selling Marvel shirts right now at Target. How's that possible? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they both don't even work for Marvel. <laughs> DC, Jim Lee runs DC. McFarlane is writing and directing his own movie, and there you got the highest selling Marvel shirts. It's crazy. So I don't know, man. I'm just not excited as a fan for any of this stuff. I am looking forward to see what they do with Swamp Thing. You know, because yes. that Capullo's drawing some Swamp Thing. Can't wait. So I think, you know, but then I then you know they then they make the show and it looks. You never know, right? It could. It could not look very good. It could be super bright, super colorful, and doesn't have that gritty, cool feel to it. Wouldn't it be great if it was like puppets? No, if it was like Swamp Thing, but it was all as puppets. I would watch that. Like if it was like Dark Crystal, but. (laughs) I would. I would. Not just say, I mean, why not, right? Why not go go total total nuts with it? I've been thinking about Batman for like a bit because every now and then I'm like, you know, if I could, if I had to pitch it, every now and then I like to do those little exercises. I used to right, do right. where I was when I'm stuck doing work, right? So I did this one the other day where I'm like, if I had to pitch a Batman story right now to an editor, how could I get something approved to go? You know? Let's hear it, everybody. Sketch uh-huh. craft. Batman pitch. Royale. It's like Battle Royale or Fortnite, but where all these villains are put on Arkham Island and Bruce Wayne has to basically get sent there as a prisoner and then he has to like take over the island him versus a hundred other villains like, <laughs> done see yes <laughs> culturally relevant it'll work you know and he ends mm-hmm. up getting them all on his side you know what i mean like and they have to take down yes. the people running the island yeah you, you know you say that and i don't know why you don't just keep <laughs> that in your pocket and go pitch that to like your comic book friend i you thought about friend. it but i always i'm afraid at this point i'm just gonna and like, I know Eric Esquivel and a few people, but I'm like, yeah, I'm just insulting these people when I try to give them my idea, you know? Like, and I'm like, I'm just saying, that's, that's a good one right there. And if I, I wouldn't have said that on cat. No, that's don't worry. Clever, don't worry. Only us and 50 other people. And, and, and 25 of them are Hector just rewatching this for fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Hector. Super fan, Hector, Hector in the box. Yes. You know, Armando's yeah, probably yeah. got 10 of them. Yeah, we got we got some good ones in here. We got James, GSR, Hector, Armando, Psychotex joining as oh, usual. Psycho's so, back. Awesome. So you know, we got some good people in here. Um, but that's a good good idea. I, I like know. that. Yeah. You know, he's king of the hill on the island. You know, so it would have to be Bruce Wayne getting sent there, not Batman. You understand? So they don't know that he's Batman. They just think it's Bruce Wayne, the rich boy. Or maybe he he gets you know, hey, we got a place where we hunt villains for money. You know, you want in? You know, like the secret card and he goes there because all the villains have been disappeared like crime is you know and he and they right, got right, fake right. villains at arkham they're people like pretending to be the real but the, the, he knows they're not the real villains so like, there's there's different brandon this way i thought about this for about three hours and i'm like okay it's enough brain power to that i gotta go write my own shit yeah yeah that's that's a it's so, a good idea so i'm just gonna as soon as i get out this cast i'm gonna hit up some few people in the industry <laughs> so, <laughs> like if you the, don't like, like the time a i pitched months. a black spider-man and got told by <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm gonna be there opening day for this spider-verse movie man just so happy you know? uh, no i can't wait yeah i'm thinking about just printing my shitty little sketch on a t-shirt so i can just wear that shitty <laughs> yes. little sketch yes make sure you got the like the date stamped on it too <laughs> yeah. you should just screenshot the one you have on dvnr i'll just put it date. i'll just put it real sh- like just just horizontal across my my chest and i'll put sketchcraft at the top and underneath the art i'll put did it did it. Yeah, Sketchcraft did it, right? <laughs> You're like, what is that? I don't understand. It's Miles Morales. Speaking of Spider-Man, let's go to uh, Spider-Man 4 just came out. Right? Let's wrap this Correct. up with Spider-Man 4. Are you going to go buy it? I don't have a PlayStation 4. Ah, ah, it. Hold on. <laughs> ah, I'm, <sighs> I'm sorry. You don't have a PlayStation. Oh, oh sucks to be you. <laughs> Yes. It's really, it's really kind of sad, you know, that you don't, you don't have what we all, we all got one. You don't got one because you chose poorly. <laughs> I am an Xbox One person. Uh, oh, well. So, know, I, so I will not be playing the new Spider-Man on PS4 anytime soon. What would it take for you to convert from the next Xbox platform to a PlayStation Five? 
like when the next round of systems come out, will you be going Xbox? Yes. You're just sticking with it. I just, I love, I just like Xbox. I like hmm. everything about it. I, I've had PlayStation Every, before. What about it? I want to know what is everything about it. I don't know. It's just the <laughs> the interface, the interface, the controllers, the hmm. X, online stuff. When I'm playing, people, most friends that I play with have Xbox. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying it's a better system. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm, you're saying it either. I'm saying everything about it. I don't know what that means. I just like, like it. Yeah. I just like it. I mean, it's like trying to defend why you, you date somebody. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. I love these things about the person, but it's just a feeling that this is the person. Uh, Xbox is my boo. It's my bae. It's my thing. It's my jam. <laughs> I've always liked Xbox. So now, would I would I like to own a PS4? Sure. When Sketchcraft gets big and lucrative, you guys can buy me a uh, PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I mean, I would like the Spider-Man limited edition pro bundle with the cool white logo on it and the controller at the white. Uh, See, this is where I differ on this part. I'm staying the hell away from all that stuff. Uh, I'll, Spider-Man 4 is going to be, this new Spider-Man game is going to be a success. So, uh, Spider-Man 4 is funny. So, the new Spider-Man game is, gonna, is obviously it's going to do well. So, I'm going to need to wait for the year-end edition because I know it's coming. It's financial. If it was struggling, I'd go out there and support it. But I just right. bought Dragon Quest XI, and I have 100 hours of Dragon Quest to play, buddy. And I cannot be happier. So, <laughs> uh, but I do, I did, I want to say I did see a shader. So they got these different costumes in the game that you can get uh-huh. or collect or whatever. Right, right, right. And right. there's two Skins. of them. That, yeah, so there's two of them that blew me away. One is the Ben Riley costume. Yes. Right? It, well, yes. did they consider that the Ben Riley or the one where he's got the logo all over him? Is the Ben Riley? It's Ben Riley. No, it's Ben Riley because he's got the spray painted logo on his chest. Is, and... The Ben Riley one that I'm talking about is where he has the sweats for the top with the logos like diagonal, and he's got the all red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was pretty pretty awesome. The text, the texturing on it is crazy. Just yeah, when looks beautiful. When I say I didn't read Marvel comics, I didn't. But when I saw that costume in Wizard magazine. I was like, oh, I like that. That's like a costume I could make, you know? Like, yeah. And we did. Oh, yeah. Everyone made it, right? We all made it for Halloween you know, and, and everything. So my buddy wore that, and I wore the, the crow that year. But So I thought that was awesome. And then they had an animated spider costume where he looks like a 60s animation cartoon. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this one? Mm-mm. I'll look at it right now. I'll look at that right now. So let, me, let me see if I can bring it up really quickly. Uh Spider-Man and PS4 Spider-Man costumes. Spider-Man, see. Yeah, Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, I see it. Looks like the '60s. I see it. Let me see. Uh, what did you type in to get it? I typed in Spider-Man PS4 costumes. Okay, PS4 costume. Oh shit! Costume. All right, I'm gonna bring this up on the stream here really quick so we can all. So. This is the Ben Riley one I was talking about. That's pretty awesome. Like that looks like it was right out of a more. Why isn't that in the fucking movie? God, that looks so good. Right, you know, and I like they got on that too. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I liked. I mean, I was a big fan of the fact that in that last Spider-Man Homecoming movie, at least they they had a look of this. You know what I mean? With the blue hoodie over the red. So it was cool to just have that homage to it, or whatever you want to call it, but. It was cool, you know, to see it. But uh, right there's the one I saw. Uh, all Spider-Man suits uh, up a little high. Um, it's got all of them. But yeah, this yeah. is the animated one right here. I mean, this is actually from the game. Like it looks like this in game. It's pretty wild. So the cell shading is pretty good on that. Uh, very impressive. Very impressive. There's so, a there's a cool mode that I saw that about a lot of people are posting about. It's a picture mode or whatever where you can take look at that. pictures. Wait for the kid to catch up. So that okay. scene where he's on perch on the top, but he's wearing the Riley suit, that, that's mm-hmm. fucking dope. So I'll definitely be getting this game down the way, but I'm in the middle of playing Dragon Quest. So. Yeah, I'll watch others play it. Yeah, you you won't be getting jack shit. So. No, I'll be paying medical bills for the next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, you know, man, that's that sounds like a plan for the country. It's okay. We'll, we got like we'll put them on all three credit cards and space it out in payment plans. So I'll be okay. For the in between your student loan repayments. 
Yes, yes. Hmm. Um, it's funny, you know, years and years ago, I played the uh, Sunset Overdrive, and I was telling, you know, my wife, I was like, this is Spider-Man right here. I was like, the way he moves and jumps and turns, I'm like, these guys need to make a Spider-Man game. And then, you know, fast forward, you're like, hey, those guys at Asomnia, they're making a Spider-Man game. And I was like, holy shit. I was so happy. And then it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, Sony owns Spider-Man, so it's only going to be on PlayStation. And I go, oh, yeah, fuck me. Well, that when sucks. I get a PS5, you can have my old PS4 if it isn't already broke. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. So that's how Sold. I'll take your hand-me-downs. Uh, is there anything else, Brandon? Um, Did we get no, anything? that's it. Then we got we got everything. What's this? We're not doing that cross, but we can delete that. No, no, no. no. So, oh, I want to end it with this one thing because I can't fucking believe I got to do this. So, I'm working on a project with the game studio, my second game. So, Spiral led me to another game, and I'm like, now I'm in the thick of it, and I like working with these these guys so i'm super happy but i got i got a project today they they, they handed it off to me i can't say the specifics but their file requirements require me to use a feature that guess what is only available in on the new photoshop CC. yeah yes, I was like, I was no so so i'm like hold on hold on hold on <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Okay, go ahead. Did you feel kind of? <laughs> did you feel kind of stupid, huh, Rob? Did you feel kind of like, kind of like you just think you could just get around everything, huh? You could just, yeah. you could just break all the rules, but you didn't. None of them, uh. none of them, they don't apply to you, but they do. Photo, yeah, Photoshop CC is such a, such a, such a Morty. Yeah, PhotoshopCC.com. You're fucked.com. Yeah. So, so I immediately go on and look at the stupid pricing. Now this is how shady Adobe is, right? This is how I know yeah. that they know they're fucking shady. So when you type in, you know, you go to the link uh -huh. to get it. the first thing they show you is single program subscription, two thirty nine for the year. Mm -hmm. Then the second option is photography package one nine one nineteen eighty eight. Mm -hmm. You know, like a hundred and twenty bucks cheaper. And then the third option is get every program for five hundred or three hundred bucks a month or some shit like that. Now I'm like, I think we. Now I'm looking at the, I'm like, well, how is it one program is two thirty nine? The photo what's the photography? So I go into the specifics. The photography option includes Photoshop. So I'm like, well, how is it? So you get Photoshop plus Lightroom and twenty gigs of online space for one nineteen. But for one program. It's 239, but then you look at it like, no, what it is is one program and 100 gigs of cloud storage is 239. So what what, what I'm trying to say, Brandon, is mm -hmm. they're targeting artists, trying to trick them into buying more than they need. So the oh, first yeah. thing makes it look like as an artist, you know as an artist, you just want Photoshop. So you see single program, okay, I'm going to get, and they make it real big. And then the second one, they say photography package. Why do they call it photography package <laughs> if it's Photoshop? You know why? Why? Because they want you as an artist to think that's not for me. I'm not a photographer. I'm an artist. But it's the it's it's the nine ninety nine a month plan. Yeah. So then it, you, I go well. Let me see the full plan. So the full plans when you click on full plan, it then explains it clearly where it goes. Uh, you know the photography plans this and that. So then it goes okay. You can pay monthly. So that's 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 mistake one where I'm like okay, Adobe's definitely trying to trick artists into spending two thirty nine versus one nineteen for no reason. So then when you go into the plan, it goes, do you want to pay monthly or yearly? I'm like, what's monthly? Nine ninety nine. What's yearly? One nineteen ninety nine and eighty eight cents. I'm like, that's ninety nine nine ninety nine <laughs> times twelve. Like that that. <laughs> well, you know, but you you don't have to pay ten dollars. You don't. It's ten bucks a month. I'm like, yeah, but it's the same fucking thing. Like, if you're going to give them all your money up front, generally there's like a bonus for mm -hmm. spending that kind of money, but there's no bonus for spending that kind of money. You just, like, what's we the incentive? Pay, we pay monthly. But what's the incentive to paying 119 up front for 12 months if you, there's no, do you understand, <laughs> Brandon? I don't, oh, yeah. there's no, there's no, there's no savings. You know, you think like, yeah, most companies do that where, you know, if you pay for the six months or the 12 months, you get like, Ten bucks off, or twenty bucks off. I don't or know. Whatever so it is, free brushes, foot yeah. rub. No, no. It's just yeah. a hey, it doesn't come out of your bills every month type of thing. So or I gotta you, go get if that. If you die, we get your money. Shit. 
you know, because I, you know, I got to work in games. And, uh, no, what they need is they need that thing where you can, it's a smart object layer. And those, in a smart object layer is where all the art that's in there is actually uh, can be separated and uh-huh. linked to separate files. In CC, you can link that art to a separate file. So if I just update the files, it'll update that layer in CC. Prior to that, you could have a smart object layer where it embeds everything, but that's about the end of it. So now I'm going to be forced to use two versions of Photoshop because the CC is going to fucking drive me nuts, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but this will be fun. We'll, I'll keep you all posted on my hateness for this this plan. The yes. things I do to work in games. So, you enjoying it, Brandon? Oh, I'm loving it. Yeah. Thought I'd, thought I'd give that to you. Thought I'd give you the little, the little, little tears of joy, as the, uh, well, as the music starts. There's the music. Uh, quick shout out to Psychotech Hector uh, Vierio. I don't know how to pronounce it. V I R E O. Uh, James and anybody else who joined us on the chat that I did not see. Well, usually it's Hector and Armando going at it back and forth about a bunch of nonsense. And that's about it. You can catch me on Twitch at Mega Potato Show and Instagram Mega Potato Show. I need more Twitch followers, please. Ha! Good luck. Uh, what are you playing on Twitch right now? I am playing Modern Warfare 2, baby. They got it backwards compatible. And occasionally I'll play some Fortnite, Madden, and uh, that's about it. Call of Duty, Rainbow Six Siege. Are those games where you run around shooting people? Yes, yes. yes. Madden? Yes. Oh, yes. I don't know, Brandon. I can't, can't get behind those games. You, you ever play the... That was the heist. Was that payday. Payday. Yep. Payday. Payday too. Yep. If they uh, ever remake that or do it, uh, uh, HD, a newer version, new one, maybe Payday Three, I'll be all over it. Hey, Stick Nation just joined us, but he's leaving. We're leaving, Stick. We're leaving. Sorry. Yeah. We're out. Sucks you can uh, you can <laughs> catch us at uh, all kind of different spots, and uh, if you want to go on shopsketchcraft.com, you can. Nope. Not much there. But you can go. There. Not much there. You can go there. Just like and comment below, everybody. If you're on the iTunes, please give me a rating. It helps. All right, everybody. We're going to head out of here. I got to go. It's weekend time. I got to go drink a Moscow. I'm going to go play some breakfast. I'm going to get back to work. Goodbye, Brandon. Bye-bye.